0: Hey guys, it's Gabe with Wicked. So today we've got a very special guest in the studio, or actually I should say on Zoom, um, Forrest Lemaire. Uh So Forrest. Um, Hi, how's it going? <laughs> good, how are you?
1: Doing all right, thanks.
0: So let's start from the beginning. Um, can you tell us a little bit about how you got interested in making music and making a career out of music? Um, what your journey looked like from your first album to where you are now?
1: Um, Good question. Uh, I never really think about this until I get asked. So music for me has been this weird kind of thing that exists on a whim. I don't really know, a fluke, I guess. Uh, I've been making music since about 2003 of January and I didn't start Mister Kitty till two thousand five, when MySpace was around, and I completely existed online as a cat with a bow tie until about two thousand nine, and then I was like, I think I need to be a little bit more present in this if it's gonna be
0: serious. <laughs> so you uh, said you started on MySpace.
1: Yeah, I'm. I, st- I had I had stuff on Zanga, if anybody remembers, but yeah i've been around for a minute
0: <laughs> i i can't relate to that one wasn't on either think i was too young
1: i mean it was a crazy time uh the internet was lawless like anybody could post anything on anywhere but it wasn't yeah. like social so everybody was like connected and if you really put in the effort you were connected with everybody around the world at any given moment But um, everything's a little more instantaneous now with phones and, like, you know, Wi-Fi and Bluetooth. So the archaic methods I still prefer just because I think they have longevity and long-term integrity. So (laughs) they hold up.
0: All right. So you've got a new album coming out. Um, I was actually just listening to one of the songs this morning, Torment. Um, What can we expect from other songs on this album? Like, what what are they going to sound like? Are they gonna be the same as your previous or given new ideas and sounds?
1: Um, okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna rewind really quick. Um oh. so there's actually a single that came out before Torment. It's called Six by Six, and it's about um it was originally about marriage counseling and small spaces, but I wrote all these songs in like closets and laundry rooms and Uh, You know, I didn't have like a studio for the most part. So everything kind of just existed in these um, refashioned spaces. And, uh, you know, it's like After Dark was written in a kitchen. So it's kind of like, you know, it's crazy stuff like that that happens. But um, as for like the rest of the music on the album, I'm kind of throwing out all my rules and techniques for um, production because I kind of want to challenge myself and do things and not think about things too much. A lot of this is going to be done with like one takes and just perfecting the moment as much as I can, but not like to the point of where it's not that same moment, you know?
0: Yeah. So I I had had something I was going to say, and it just kind of went out of my mouth.
1: I'm so sorry.
0: Um, No, you're good. (laughs) Me too. Don't worry. Um, so what you're saying is basically we're, gonna get new things new sounds
1: you want me to put it into my my own words y'all are gonna get gas like flames like
0: (laughs) I'm here for it
1: um I just I got a lot to say and I've been quiet for too long so I'm kind of uh gonna let everybody have it
0: (laughs) well yeah your last single came out 2019 no 23
1: the last yeah the single was this year but um i've been the a little last... bit more been a little more consistent with that just because uh i'm wanting to see how it, these uh new sounds and new um styles would you know project the uh the flow of my album not necessarily like caring about what other people want to listen to just like yeah. seeing how things do because i've got the uh the ability to do it so
0: <laughs> yeah so most of your songs as we've said have a pretty cohesive feel they all share this this feeling that you get when you listen to it and you're releasing new music um so starting from your first album to now what have been your favorite album or songs to write and like why and has it changed over time like has it gone from oh this song from this album to oh it's now this song
1: You know, I feel like I've been on a mission with the first four albums that I made. So I felt like all of those had to be sort of connected. Um, It wasn't until I started doing albums outside of these first four as like, cause these first four albums were like a giant project that I was working on. Um, And so it wasn't until uh, AI where I was able to, you know, bend the rules of what I was doing and thinking about new methods and like, Trying unconventional things to you know create the same vision that I want, and you know it might not like on paper and to an engineer it might be like, "Uh, please don't do that that will destroy your speakers um it's it's just trying it out, experimenting, failing, you know, you don't learn anything from winning. It's all about failure,
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah, um so i know you mentioned but my
1: but hold on my favorite song you're i'm good. so sorry that was no like, you're good totally, totally <laughs> sidetracked um uh one of my favorite songs from like all of my albums Earthstones, has been one of my favorites from ai i don't know what it is excuse me i don't know what it is about that song but it's very emotional and i really got to say something that i really needed to say and it was the the chorus ends with it's all about me not you so i just i just kind of feel like it goes hard and i'm like you know i gotta say what i gotta say and i'm gonna do me
0: (laughs) and i mean that's what music's for it's to say what you want to say and not have any any sort of guidelines quote unquote
1: rightfully so Um, You, you
0: write what you want
1: yeah and then i think it's changed over time um Oh my goodness. I can't say, you know, I can't say that After Dark is my favorite. I have to have a, you know, a neutral relationship with it, but I really appreciate that it gets people into my music or, you know, even it acknowledges a placement in the world. It's like this crazy thing I made on a computer makes, you know, connects all these people and makes creativity happen. And (laughs) it's wild. Yeah.
0: And that song came out eight, almost nine years ago. And it's still still everywhere i'll go on tiktok or i'll go on instagram and i'll hear it and i'm like oh that's yeah it's it's
1: crazy right
0: (laughs) it's did you ever think it was going to be as popular as it was
1: i'm going to tell you what when i made that song i wrote it as like uh, it was one of those tests that i gave myself and it was about making a cheesy 80s song because everything else that i had made up until that point i was like you know, this is a little more upbeat, you know, all this is crazy. And it all happened, like, because I pressed the wrong button on my drum machine and it played everything in halftime. Otherwise, it would have been, you know, a faster song and probably wouldn't have had the same effect. But thanks for my drum machine flipping out, it made this song like 10 times better. And it then... definitely
0: did, because <laughs> I listened to that song full volume, driving at night, and it just, it hits different.
1: But I'm not entirely sure what I did differently on that song versus, um, versus, you know, anything else that I've written. I think it was because I had captured all of that moment in one night and wrote the lyrics like after I had played a show just Mm -hmm. to kind of like document that. I think not touching that or altering it and then recording the vocals right then and there sort of made it you know it kind of has a little bit more passion behind it
0: yeah what what was the writing process behind that song I know you said it was in a kitchen
1: um it was a dining room in a one-bedroom apartment and I had a desk against the wall we didn't have like a dining table or anything so I kind of set up my studio space there with all my like keyboards or whatever I had at the time it wasn't that many but Um, I have this old computer from 2011 and it's the one that I'm still currently using but um, yeah I sat down in that kitchen every day, you know, you know just an office chair at a desk (laughs) and. um, The writing process for it just kind of felt like really natural I played a show I had. Uh, weird, inter- not weird interaction, but like a, a sort of in- intimate interaction with somebody. And yeah. it. I just wanted to like capture that moment and like how that felt. So I just documented every step of what happened that evening. And then that's,
0: that's really how it came about just in that one night.
1: Yeah. And so I had to think of things that are like poetic and, um, cryptic when it comes to lyrics, because I like to keep things open to interpretations and not keep things too uh, personal or direct because then, you know, connection can't happen.
0: Yeah. Okay, so now I'm going to ask some questions that we ask all of our interviewees. If you could describe music in a color, your music specifically, in a color, what would it be and why?
1: I have thought about this question because I use a bunch of color in my shows to um, decipher which songs I need to know the lyrics for and uh, stage placement. It's all this weird process that I kind of just kind of memorize or, you know, it's muscle memory. Yeah. But um, color wise, I I believe in duality and I always have to think that there's like, you know, an opposite to every choice. So. I want to say that my music is yellow because you know it's my favorite color. Yeah. But it's just like it's you see yellow on like caution signs and like you know lots of things that have to do with um any kind of danger or hazard. And so I kind of feel like that has to coincide with how my music feels.
0: Okay. I I get I I get that because I get like a red yellow like red yellow orange,
1: yeah. Um, or like just whatever look. color fire is. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes. Yeah, um, I just
1: love flames. That shit's hard. Sorry. <laughs> that's
0: true. Um, what is something that you want your fans to take away from like listening to your music? Like, what is something you want them to know about you?
1: I'm a very private person, so I don't normally think about what I want people to take away. But I will think about it now. <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> Just throwing you in the spotlight here.
1: I am feeling the LEDs burn my flesh. So, what I want, what I want people to take away, or fans or listeners from my music, is that you know it's okay to feel. It's okay to be authentic. It's okay to be real. Um, It's it's just existing. It's doing what you want. It's freedom of expression. I do the music I want to do because you know it's I just want to try things out. Or you know now that I have like people actually actively listening, they kind of want to know what's next. But I don't like to really plan or tell anybody anything and kind of let the moment just happen. And so wherever you're at, you got to kind of remember that.
0: Yeah. So if you weren't doing music, what what do you think you would be doing now or what would you have liked to do?
1: I simply wouldn't exist because my purpose in the world would be fulfilled.
0: Okay. I, <laughs> I got it really deep and I was here for it. You Um, know,
1: um, I like to dive pretty deep sometimes, but it's always those moments where I follow it up with a little ha-ha, and then it makes it a little less uh, existential.
0: Well, here's your ha-ha moment. Uh, If you could be a breakfast food, what would you be and why?
1: French toast.
0: Why French toast?
1: Oh, my God. I don't know what it is about French toast versus regular toast. I mean, coming from Texas you know butter on bread is like a vitamin so i you know you just get buttered bread with some like sugar on it that's hardcore and that's how i feel every day french toast
0: (laughs) see mine would have to be like pancakes you went really deep into that too and i'm like i I'm just a pancake kind of person. I'm so, I'm a basic person.
1: Pancakes are good cuz you can stack them. You know, it's like
0: French toast is also kind of messy if you put syrup on yeah,
1: it. Yeah, you get that powdered sugar and all that and it, it turns into a nightmare in the kitchen.
0: <laughs> yeah. I think that's all the questions I have for you today. Amazing. All right. Well, awesome. Thank you for taking your time to let us interview you.
1: Yeah, of course.
0: It's it's been wonderful.
1: Thank you so much.
0: Thank you.
1: Thanks bye. <laughs>
0: bye.